Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Come up higher. Come up higher. Come up higher. Come up higher. After this, I look. And behold, the door was open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet, the trumpet talking with me, which said, come up higher, come up higher, come up higher, come up higher. And I will show you things which must be hereafter. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which you do not know. Come up higher to Designed for living, come up higher to a higher design for living. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Welcome to the Higher Design for Living internet radio broadcast we thank the lord this for another day another opportunity to come before you our listening audience we give god all the glory all the praise hallelujah we just bless the lord for this another chance to come before you as another voice crying in the wilderness for the people of god to come up higher in the Lord, that he may show us great and mighty things that must come as things that we know not of. This is Elder Gloria Holloway, President and CEO of the Center of Renewal Ministries International, the host and executive producer for the uh, Blog Talk Radio, Higher Design for Living Radio Broadcast. I just thank God for you this morning. I am honored and privileged that you have joined us today, and we know that God has a word to speak into your life because he led you this morning, and we thank God for your obedience. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God for his anointing and that he has appointed us to speak this morning for such a time as this. In the mighty name of Jesus. As always, we'd like to send a shout-out to some of those that God has divinely connected us to, and, of course, that is to Pastor Fabian Tucker of In His Presence Ministries, located at 2725 10th Street Northeast in Washington, D.C., and his services are held every Sunday at 10 a.m., uh, uh, at the Millions Elementary School, and the entrance is on the Franklin Street side of the school. And we have just been having a mighty and an awesome time in the Lord. We bless God for Elder Sheila Kill, who ministers in a powerful way every Monday night at 7.30 p.m. on the prayer line, which we refer to as the Hot Hot Prayer Line. And we thank God also for her ministry. She started, just stepped out recently as the pastor of the uh, Love Fellowship Temple of Praise in Suitland, Maryland. But please join her on tomorrow, I'm sorry, on Monday night at 7.30. And to join her, you can call in on the line on 218-936-4700, 218-936-4700. And the passcode is 209 
209-242-2409-24-06. And then, of course, we send a shout-out to uh, Pastor and Prophetess uh, uh, Jacqueline Morse of Real Life Ministries International, and that's for the uh, Power for Living prayer line. And you can call in on the 218-862-6789. And, again, that's every Thursday evening at 7.30 p.m., and that we call the radical rattle because she's a radically blessed and powerful woman of God. And, again, that number is 218-862-6789. The access code is 919-873-919-873. And then, of course, with our Pastor Fabian Tucker, that's every morning. And these are all prayer lines, so we can we can do as the Lord has has has, has uh commanded us to do, and that is to pray without ceasing. There are are prayer lines that God has has ordained and connected and released for such a time as this for the body of Christ, and there's so many avenues and ways that God is using, and today his method changes sometimes, but his message stays the same. And he said that we are to pray without ceasing, and the prayers of the righteous avail as much. So join us every morning that's seven days a week, twenty at seven days a week that you can join us at six AM and if you have special prayer requests, you do want to call in at five fifty AM and the number to call in is seven one two four three two three oh six six seven one two four three two three oh six six and that's for the IHP House of Prayer line with Pastor Fabian Tucker and the area I'm sorry the access code is nine one one five seven one nine one one five seven one and again that's seven days a week at six AM. And then there's a powerful woman of God prophetess Hartfield of Atlanta, Georgia with the she's the global intercessory prayer ministry and you can join her every morning at 9 a.m. and every evening except Wednesdays at 11 p.m. for prayer. And I tell you, you want to have church, you, when, when you go on that line, you have church as never before. And so you want to go being ready and expecting for a powerful move of God. And to join her on that prayer line, you want to call 507 seven two six four two four zero five oh seven seven two six four two four zero the access code is one zero 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 eight seven one zero 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 eight seven and then there's one more prayer line I tell you God is just moving by his power by his spirit through these women of God, through these men of God, and we are just so excited and, 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 and elated in what God is doing in the body of Christ. Uh, um, and you want to join us every, uh, I think it started this Wednesday, this week coming up is every Tuesday through Friday at 5 a.m. You want to join Pastor Jordan of the New Life Covenant Church for a powerful time, and I think it's uh, called the Divine Connection, and it is truly a divine connection with this powerful anointed woman of God. I talk about a prayer warrior and the devil's enemy that is uh, Pastor Apostle Jordan, and we thank God for her. You want to join her by calling 712-432-0075, The access code is 73241. Again, it's 73241. And certainly last but not least is Minister Sarah Branch for a daily dose of encouragement. And it is meant to inspire, uplift, and empower you throughout the day, every day. You can call as many times as you want to this number and receive a word of encouragement a daily dose, and like I said, however many times you need to get a word from the Lord, and she just gives a quick, short, powerful word that can sustain you throughout the day. Because, you know, sometimes we had work and and things can be wearing us down, or we may just have a trying day, and we want to just hear a quick, fresh word from the Lord, then you want to call on this number. It's 855-466-7872, 855 four six six 
I hope you have your Bibles, your pens and pencils uh, uh, with you that you may uh, follow in this teaching on this morning and this broadcast because we know that God is doing something great and powerful within the body of Christ. And I don't know about you, but I've just been hearing more and more when I listen to other uh, ministers of the gospel and those that God has raised up for such a time as this, that revival has come to the church. God has waking the church up from a slumber and a sleep, from out being lethargic and, and lazy and slothful and, and just walking around like nothing is going on, but we're waking up, our eyes are popping open, we are on fire and alert, and we just bless God because our, our, our topic this morning is the wait is over. The wait is over. Whatever you've been waiting for, whatever you have been desiring, I believe it's never before that God is saying that, and we all are waiting for something. I don't care how big it is. I don't care how small it is. But we all are believing God for something. And God is saying that you're listening to this message that the wait is over. And it's up to us to receive what God is saying because God is always ready. He's always ready. Matter of fact, all that he has purposed is already done. He's just waiting for us to get in a position of belief, trust, and confidence in him that he may manifest that which he has purposed and ordained since before the beginning of time into the lives of us, his people. So he is saying this morning that the wait is over. Yes, his wait is over. He is saying, ready, set, go. Are you ready for what you are believing for God to manifest in your life? Well, now is the time. I pray that you receive this word this morning. Because I tell you, I did not know what the Lord really wanted me to speak for a good while until it was not really confirmed until this morning what God really wanted to speak. You know, I just labored, you know, all this week and even until last night, I just shut down and didn't do anything but just laid before the Lord. And I tell you, I just bless God when we lay before him, hallelujah, and he just speaks because God wants to speak to us, his people, he wants to manifest himself in the lives of us, his people, as never before. And, again, I truly believe with all my heart that even in my know, in my life, and I believe in the lives of, of many others, that there has a revival has taken place. Because, again, the Lord is saying that the wait is over. It is time for the overflow of the blessings of God in a way that the world would just stand in awe all of his greatness, all of his faithfulness, all of his love for his people, for his church. A revival has come to the church, and I know that God is going to move, especially on the East Coast, as never before. I thank God for the revival that has come to the East Coast. And you know, when, when, when we call and cry out for revival, we know that revival is birthed. Uh, through prayer, and many of us have, 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 have taken up another level or many levels even in our prayer lives, and, and so we are seeing the revival. We're seeing the manifestation of the glory of the Lord. We are experiencing God's presence, his peace, his joy, all the blessings of God in ways that's never before, in those tangible ways, but ways that you can't pay for, ways that nobody else can give you, nobody but God, because he is saying it is harvest time, and we know that it's been harvest time for a long time, because Jesus said that the harvest is ripe, it's plentiful, but there are few laborers, and God has raised up many laborers, and you know God doesn't need a whole lot of people, because he's always worked through the remnant, he's always worked through the remnant. So, you know, we, we expect it to be this, you know, this, the majority. It's not going to be the majority because God doesn't need to work that way because God takes out little and makes it a lot because he is a supernatural God and he works through his people supernaturally because it's all about getting people into the kingdom of God so that on that day of judgment we are all will hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant, because we will be with him in that eternal place. And that is our goal, to live throughout eternity with our heavenly Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, by the power of his precious Holy Spirit. 
So, again, we just know that God is, is manifested. He's not about to. He's already started manifesting his power in the churches, again, on the East Coast in an unprecedented way. And we're going to hear even the more throughout the body of Christ on the news and, and even as we come together in our, our different uh, arenas and, and uh, from the different churches and we come together, we will hear about the testimonies and of the signs, wonders, and miracles that are being manifested in the church of the Lord. And and we just bless God for what he is doing. We bless God for those that are yielded, those that are surrendered to that which God has purposed for each one of us. Hallelujah. Because we know we serve a progressive God. So God is saying, get ready, get ready, get ready, ready, set, go. He's always released us. This is a word of release, that the weight is over, that we can go forward in the power and the anointing of the precious Holy Spirit like never before. So we're going to look at a, a few scriptures, and I'm going to try to slow down. I'm just so excited. I'm just so ecstatic about what God is doing in the body of Christ. We just, ah, oh, hallelujah, serve such an awesome God. And we're going to come from uh, several scriptures, but I'll just give you four for right now. And that's Ezekiel 47, verses 7 through 14. Ezekiel 47, verses 7 through 14. Uh, and Psalm 1, 3. Mark thirteen twenty eight, Mark eleven thirteen, and there'll be others that I'll list throughout, and you can just write them down and read them at your at your leisure. But we just bless God, and again, that's Ezekiel forty seven, verses seven through fourteen, Psalm one three, Mark thirteen twenty eight, and Mark eleven thirteen. And Ezekiel 47, 7, 14 reads, Now when I return, behold, and this is, of course, Ezekiel being led by the, he said, called him the guide or the angel that was leading him uh, through this this uh, area. When He said, Now when I return, behold, at the bank of the river were very many trees on the one side and on the other. Then said he unto me, These waters issue out toward the east country and go down into the desert and go into the sea, which being brought forth into the sea, the waters shall be healed. And it shall come to pass that everything that liveth, which moveth, whithersoever the rivers shall come, shall live, and there shall be a very great multitude of fish because these waters shall come thither, for they shall be healed, and everything shall live whither the river cometh. And it shall come to pass that the fishers shall stand upon it from Ingeri, even England, and Ephraim, they shall be a place to spread forth nets. Their fish shall be according to their kind, and as the fish of the great sea, exceeding many, but the miry places thereof and the marshes thereof shall not be healed. They shall be given to salt. And that's up to verse 11. And then 12, it reads, And by the river upon the bank thereof, on this side and on that side, shall grow all trees for me, whose leaves shall not fade, Neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed. It shall bring forth new fruit according to his mouth, because their waters they issue out of the sanctuary, and the fruit thereof shall be for meat, and the leaf thereof for medicine. Thus saith the Lord God, This shall be the border whereby ye shall inherit the land according to the twelve tribes of Israel. Joseph, excuse me, Joseph shall have two portions, and ye shall inherit it, one as well as another, concerning the which I lifted up mine hand to give it unto your fathers, and this land shall fall unto you for inheritance. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Amen, 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 amen. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Psalm 1, 3, and it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. And uh, Mark thirteen twenty eight. now learn a parable of the fig tree. When her branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is near. And then Mark uh, eleven thirteen. And seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves, he came, if he happy, if happily he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of figs was not yet. So there is obviously a lot of meat in these scriptures that um, I have just read in your know, hearing. But I hear the Lord saying, and I'm trying to try to pull out uh, what I believe the Lord is saying this morning, because, again, there is is so much that is here uh, in the scripture. But the uh, verse 9, let's see, sister one, yes. And it shall come to pass that everything that liveth, and this, again, is verse 9 of of Ezekiel 47, and it shall come to pass that everything that liveth, which moveth whithersoever the river shall come, shall live, and there shall be a very great multitude of fish, because these waters shall come thither, for they shall be healed, and everything shall live whither the river cometh. And, and I bless God. Every time I read this, of course, it puts me in the mind of John seven thirty eight where Jesus told the disciples that he that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. And I just love the way that the word of God connects. It connects. It is a witness unto itself. Because we see in many of the scripture where the word in 47 is connected and or is, is, is confirmed through other scriptures, even in Psalm 1-3 that I read. And again, you know, we are referred to many times as the trees. You know, we are referred to as the trees of righteousness, as the trees of Lebanon, the trees. And and so when we talk about Psalm 1-3, when you read that scripture in uh, Psalm 1, and it talks about us being planted by the the rivers of water and how the, the root of the tree goes down into the ground and it draws towards that water. And the water here, of course, is referencing that precious Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the one, of course, who lives on the inside of us. That's why he said, out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. So, again, as we are connected, and I didn't put the scripture in here, but this also uh, connects with John 15 because, we, again, we are talking about truth. And when we talk about fruit, of course, we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit, but we're also talking about the fruit, the harvest of the souls, because this is really what this is all about. This is really what the gospel is all about, God reconnecting, reconciling mankind back to himself, and God wanting that none should perish. And so even with us that that are... Uh, all of us are anointed and appointed to do something, but all the more those that God has called to the fivefold ministry, and that you know, we know that in Ephesians four, uh, it tells us what that those um, uh, positions or callings are for. And again, it's for the the uh, um, um, maturing of the saints of God that we all come into the full knowledge. So again, I, you know, no matter what methodology we may use, no matter. Uh, how we may uh, present the word or express the word of God, the bottom line is still the same. And when we get away from the bottom line, when we get away from what God is saying in all of this, then we miss and we are not doing what God has said. But we, we know that God is saying again that the wait is over. So, again, whatever we're believing for, because even if you're believing God and been waiting for a healing, that's a testimony of God's goodness. Uh, 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 when we confess and we, we give the testimony and we said, 
by our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. We, when we come before people and tell about God's goodness, because we know that the signs, wonders, and miracles are for those who are not believers so that they're able to see the power of God manifested in their, in their sight, in, the, in our lives, in the lives of others, that they too will believe. And Jesus also said to them, uh, uh, believe me, if you don't believe me for who I say I am, believe me at least for the work that I do. So, again, when God is saying the wait is over, so whatever, again, you are believing God for, when God does whatever, when it manifests, then we are to testify of the goodness of the Lord. We are to allow others to see where God has moved in our lives, that we're not still in that same place. We're not still waiting for God to do something that he promised to do. He's saying the wait is over. So we said only believe. If we're believing right now, then God is able to do just what he said. Uh, and, I, and I just love this scripture because it talks about a great multitude of fish. And this, uh, of course, puts me in the mind of John 21 uh, uh, when he told and, and throughout the gospels where Jesus told the disciples, that they would be fishers of men. And in John 21, uh, there were uh, 100 and at least, well, they said 153 great fish, and there were all types of fish. And this is in correlation or connecting to that scripture or confirmation of that scripture where, again, he said a great multitude of fish. And it's, you know, reading on, and it's all types of fish. He said exceeding many uh, fish that were uh, uh, in this water. And again, and he said, as the water issued out, in other words, the, when we looked, and I looked up the word issue, and I was pleasantly surprised at the definitions that were uh, given when I looked at the word issue, and that is to dish forth, to break forth, to come forth, dishing uh, uh, fluid, to flow, uh, the overflow, and so when we see that the waters were dishing out or flowing out, or uh, uh, um, uh, and, and so we see that there's force that comes with this uh, flow of the water, and, and the, because the water says in that scripture in 47, and because the water flowed, because it came out of the sanctuary, then everywhere the water flowed, everything that the water touched it would be here. So we have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us. And so as we allow the Lord to use us, and many of us have been waiting for the Lord to release us, for the Lord to use us in a, in a more powerful way. Some we've been waiting for God to use us just period. And then some we've just been waiting for God to use us even more that he's already been using us. And, and so God is saying, the wait is over. I'm using you now. I'm ready. Are you ready? Because we know that the harvest is plentiful, and he's releasing many out to, into, into the world, and the, you know, from out of the four walls, uh, wherever he leads you, we all have an assignment. And God is saying, the wait is over. It is now your time of release. And, and and so we are in a place where we can allow the Holy Spirit, the rivers of living water, to flow from out of us and touch the lives of others. And he said, as that water flows, everything that it touches, it shall live. It shall live. It shall be healed in the name of Jesus. So as we, uh, 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 it says that, 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 that which being brought forth in the sea, the water shall be healed. And again, everywhere, for they shall be healed, and everything shall live whither the river cometh. And the river is on the inside of us, so of course we shall live, and anybody that comes into our path, into our lives, that we allow the Holy Spirit, when we allow the Holy Spirit to use us, that will bring life to that person, bring life to that situation bring life into that environment, bring life into our workplace, bring life into our home environment, into our community. Wherever we are, we're taking life with us because life is on the inside of us and we are allowing life to flow through us. 
so that we are able to be the blessing to people as God has purposed. He said we are blessed to be a blessing. And if blessing is not always monetary. There's so many ways that God uh, is able to bless us, and therefore we are in many ways that we are able to be a blessing to others. So, again, as we allow the spirit of the Lord to flow in and through us. And so when I looked up uh, fruit, and, of course, we know fruit is, is something edible, something that you eat, but also, uh, uh, biblically speaking, it's prosperity, uh, uh, the, the, the inheritance. And that's what he talked about here. He said that is, will be your inheritance, your inheritance. So we know that we have an inheritance. Uh, and it speaks of that in verse 14 of Ezekiel 47, and he, where he um, was, was bringing forth the promise that he had made to Abraham and that he had made to, to those that followed Abraham, to Isaac and Jacob. And, of course, and Joseph, it said, shall have two portions. And he said, and you shall inherit it, one as well as another." concerning the which I lifted up my hand to give it unto your father. So, again, God's promise, God's covenant, we are Abraham's seed. So whatever he promised to Abraham belongs to us, and we know that we have an even better covenant because with Abraham it was the material blessing, you know, but for us it's the material blessing and the spiritual blessing through the Lord Jesus Christ by the power of the precious Holy Spirit. But God is wanting us also, when we look at the scripture um, where it talked about uh, in Mark uh, 13, 28 and Mark 11, 13, and both of these are saying pretty much the same thing. And he said, now learn a parable of the fig tree when her branches yet tender and put it forth leaves, ye know that summer is near. And then in 13, 11, 13, it says, and seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came, if happily he might, anything, find anything thereon. And when he came, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of the figs was not yet. And so, again, us knowing the signs of the times, but this is the time. Now is the time. So, again, the harvest is plentiful. It's right. It's figs on the tree. You know, in this case, there were not figs on the tree because the time was not yet. And so, of course, we got to know what season we're in. we got to know what time it is, what God is saying, what is time for, what is time, what is not time for. So we have fruit and we have the anointing and we've been appointed to do certain things, but we want to be careful that we're not trying to do some things that God is saying is not yet time for. So, so again, even as you're hearing this word and, and after the, the broadcast is over, uh, uh, we really want to seek the Lord to find out all the more those things that it's time for because, you know, a lot of times God may speak many things to us, but we have to know what time it is, what God is saying the sign of the time is, what is it time for, what is God speaking to us at this particular time that we're not trying to do something that is not time for us to do. Because, again, we have to be in perfect agreement and perfect alignment with God that we're not trying to move ahead of him and that we're not, we don't want to move behind him or, or walk behind, but we want to be right in line with him, right in step with him, right in sync with him. And, 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 I, and God is clear. You know, sometimes God will say things and we don't want to hear it, and we act like we don't understand that God is, you know, again, we're without excuse. We are without excuse because we have the precious Holy Spirit who will lead us into all truth, that we not go astray or we not get out of sync with God, but we got to be in sync with him and take the time to listen to what God is saying because, again, God is calling for us to bear much fruit. And, of course, that takes us back to uh, John 15 where he says we will bear fruit, more fruit, and much fruit. So it is time for us to bear even more fruit and for some of us much fruit. And, again, it's all by the leading of the Lord as we allow him to lead us and, and guide us into all truth and we make sure that we are in sync with him. Uh, uh, and, and, and I'm looking at um, 
uh, Matthew 21, 18, and 20. And in that scripture, mainly 19, and it, again, it talks about the fig tree. And when Jesus came on the fig tree and he found nothing on the fig tree and he cursed the fig tree. And so, again, we know that in the, when we look at Ezekiel, and I think it's also in um, Ezekiel 15 where it talks about uh, the withered or the, uh, the unfruitful vine. So God is calling us again in a time where we are to be fruitful and we are to produce the fruit of the Spirit. We are to produce the fruit there. We are the witnesses that God has called us to be, that we are able to lead others into the kingdom, not into the church building, but into the kingdom. It's up to God which, which church building someone goes to. But God wants us to lead others into the kingdom of God. And because, again, we have these living waters living on the inside of us. I mean, it's nothing like if you think about it, somebody on your job may be sick. Um, they, uh, and it could be anything, uh, uh, some kind of sickness that they have. And, and knowing that God has empowered you to lay hands on them, you know, and, of course, you know, you you, 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 when you have a certain relationship with people and people uh, know that know your wealth, they know that you are a praying person, and, and they, they mention whatever's going on with them, and you ask them, well, do you mind if I pray with you? Nine times out of ten, and nine and a half times out of ten, they're going to say, yes, I would love for you to pray for me. And your faith believing because if they say yes, then they notice your walk. They notice your witness. They notice the anointing of the Lord upon your life. They may not know what to call it. And I'm not talking about just Christians. I'm talking about anybody. Because nobody wants to be sick. And if they believe that you can pray for them and they be healed, whether they saved or not, that can be the witness that will draw them to the body of Christ. And so when people are come to you and they or they just mention in conversation, you know, I'm not feeling well, something's wrong with me, I may have to have an operation or whatever, and you ask them, is it okay if I pray with you, and you know that you got the power of the Holy Ghost living on the inside of you, you have the healer living on the inside of you, and you know that if you hire a shire, you know that if you pray for that person because of the power on the inside of you, the anointing that God has placed upon your life, if you pray for that person, you have the faith and believe that God is able to do it, and they get healed because of your faith, your and even their faith in you because they're just watching your walk. People are watching all the time. They may not say anything, but they are watching. They are always watching. That's why, again, the word says that we are to be witnesses. We have been endued with power from on high to be the witnesses that God has called us to be, to do the works that God has called us to do. It has nothing to do with your title or your position. He says, those who believe, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you are able to lay hands on the sick and they recover. You are able to cast out demons and people get delivered. You are able to raise the dead. You are able to do just what Jesus did because Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, is living on the inside of you. So you are able to do just what Jesus did by the power that dwelleth within you, that living water. It says wherever the river flows, you are the sanctuary. In, in Ezekiel, it was talking about out of place, a building, but it's right now, this day, and this time of the new covenant, we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost resides on the inside of us, which means we have that living water. We, the waters are flowing, are issuing out of us as we speak the word of God, as we speak by faith, what must say of the Lord, that living water flows out of us, and everybody that hears that word, everybody that hears that word, that's spoken in faith and the belief in the Lord Jesus Christ, and they, you speak healing, you speak deliverance, they're going to live. If you say you shall live and not die, that person is going to live. He said everywhere the water flows, everywhere we 
allow the anointing to flow, then there is life, there is healing, there is deliverance, there is salvation, because we are the temple of the Holy Ghost, and he resides within us, and we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, who is not by our power, nor by our might, but it is all by the Spirit of the Lord, hallelujah, that we are able to do great and mighty things, great and mighty for our God, that he's able to manifest his glory in and through us. So I bless God today as we believe him. It's all about him. It's all about his power. It's all about his ability. It's all about us being yielded and surrendered to him that he may move, that he may show forth his glory in the earth. And that we have the respect and the honor for God. We've got to respect and honor and have faith in God. Again, I see so many Christians who are just, they just go to church and that's it. They just go to Bible study and that's it. There is no power manifest. They're only expecting that those that are in leadership in the churches have any power to be manifested through them. But God says in and everybody, in and everybody who believes on him, are able to do these things. It doesn't matter what your position is. You got to stop looking at your pastor. Got to stop looking at other people. If you have, if you really believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you're able to do. But their position is just different. Their assignment is just different. But our, all of our assignment is to proclaim the gospel. You may not get up in the pulpit and preach. You may not teach a uh, uh, Sunday school or Bible study or whatever, but your life is to be a witness. When you speak out of your mouth, death and life is in the power of the tongue. So when we speak, we're to speak the solution. We have the answer, which is the word of God. So then God says the wait is over. You're waiting for him to do something. You're waiting for him to speak something. God says the wait is over. It's time for you to speak. You're waiting for God to heal somebody. God's saying it's time for you to lay hands. You're waiting for God to do something. God is saying it's time for you to get up and do whatever it is you believe that I have ordained for you to do. The time is now for you to get up and recognize and realize who you are, the power that is on the inside of you, that it is released, that we have the, the power in us to change even the atmosphere. All our jobs, even in our workplaces, I was telling one of my coworkers the other day, you know, we sit up and we complain, this not right, that not right, they don't do this right, and they shouldn't do this, or this, you know, yada, 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 and all these complaining and stuff. I'm like, we have to stop the complaining, stop the murmuring, speak the word of God, speak what we want. Your children not acting right, stop saying what they're doing wrong and say what you want them to do right. Say what you see, who you see them as being. If you know if you want a child that's well mannered and and honors you, then that's what my child is well mannered. My child is, uh, you know, honors me as as mother, as father. Speak what you want, not the problem. We know what the problem is. God knows what the problem is. He said, He said, bring me into remembrance. He didn't say bring him into the remembrance of your problem. He said, bring him into remembrance of His word. So as we speak the word of God, we release it out into the atmosphere, and by faith we release that word, then God is able to move. The atmosphere changes, the children change, the people in the workplace change, even the atmosphere in the workplace changes. I don't know about you, but in my workplace, you know, they, and, and I think one of the terms in the business world especially is the culture. You know, it's the culture of the workplace. It's the culture of this, that, and the other. But I call it just a spirit. I call it what it is, a spirit. Because we have people who are just starting to work there, and the next thing you know, without anybody telling them anything, they're doing what everybody else is doing. They're following suit to everything else. So, you know, we tell, we hear about territorial spirits and things like that. Uh, uh, and those things are real. Those things are real. But it's up to us as the body of Christ. Um, you know, come together with those in your workplace who who profess to be Christians. If they're really Christians, come together. Take a day where you can fast. 
and pray. Nobody else has to know what you're doing, but come together and fast and pray for your department, for your company, uh, uh, and, and start, you know, just within your department. And then after that, you know, then, then pray, you know, for this more than one department. But start somewhere. God has given us spiritual weapons, spiritual weapons, but many of us are not using them. And so we don't see uh, 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 the power of God, the blessings of God manifesting in our lives because we're not doing what the word of God says. We're not using that which God has given us. You know, on the prayer that we've been talking about keys and having the access, but again, if we don't use those keys, I can give you a key to my door, and, and I say I'm going out of town and you can go in whenever you get ready and whatever. I just help make yourself at home. But if you never go to that place or never take that key and turn it in the door, you'll never get in. You'll never be able to enjoy or take advantage of what I've just given you. So it's the same thing. We can have access. We can, but, but, but if we don't use those keys, if we don't enter in, you know, God is saying we have access. We have the open heaven. We have the open door. But many of us have not entered in because by faith all things happen. In our lives, all things are manifested because of the release of our faith. So as we release our faith that we have access, that we have that open door, that there is this appointed time that God has called for us to move within the body of Christ, uh, that he's able to manifest as never before. But if we never take the time to do that, we will never realize what it is God is saying, what it is God has promised us. So we need to step up to the plate and move on behalf of, of that in the ways that God has purposed for us. So, again, knowing what season we're in, knowing what time it is. You know, again, you don't want to uh, go before, try to go before the Lord, and we don't want to step out, uh, you know, like go before the Lord, and we don't want to drag behind either. You know, and we don't want to, we want to bear the fruit because we know that the word of God says anything that does not bear fruit, that it will be burnt up. So we know that we don't want to be thrown into that pile to be burned. But we, we know that now is the time that the summer has passed. It's time for the harvest, you know, for and it's time for us to fulfill the, the divine will of God. And, and then we want to be sure that we complete the task. Because when I when I look at the scripture where it talks about the fig tree just having leaves, that said to me that it was incomplete. Again, with the timing of it, but it was time obviously time for the fruit to be on that tree. It was looking like it was time. And so again, we don't want to operate in incompleteness. When God gives us direction, gives us instructions, we want to follow suit. We don't want to be like Saul with David and, and how Saul, God had given uh, Saul direction through the prophet to do certain things, and, and he partially obeyed God because he was worried about the people. His concern was about pleasing people and worrying about his reputation rather than worrying about what God had purposed for him to do. And therefore, he lost his anointing and he lost his uh, uh, kingdom and was overtaken by an evil spirit. So, you know, when we look at Saul, then we know, too, that when God gives us direction as we go forth, God is saying the wait is over. He's giving us this instructions. He's giving us direction. So we want to complete the task. We want to fulfill that which God has purposed for us, because if not, well, you know, we know that partial obedience is really disobedience. You have not fully obeyed the Lord. If you say, well, I did part of it. Well, you told me to do this, but I only did that. And, you know, of course, Saul had his rhymes of reason, and it's just like us. You know, God will tell us to do something, and we know God is speaking, and out of our fear, uh, uh, out of our worrying about what other people are going to say or what they're going to think, you know, God will tell us to do something that we think is a little above what we're supposed to be able to do or what people think and we won't do it. And so uh, we may just do, well, God told me to go get the whole shopping mall, but I'm just going to only get, you know, one or two of the, the, the spaces. But if God has told you to apply for the whole place, then that's what you apply for. 
if God has told you whatever it is God has told you to do, you whether you because again it's not by our power, it's not by our might, but it's all by the Spirit of the Lord. Because He is the one that's doing this. He's just using us. You know, he's working through us. We're partnering with him, but we have to follow instructions. So if God is, he may seem ridiculous, and we know, yeah, we look in our pocket, we don't have the money, we don't have the resources, we don't have anybody to help us and all of that, but as we go, as we do what God is saying, he will send the provision, he will send the people, he will send whatever it is we need as we follow those instructions. But if we don't, hallelujah, we don't follow those instructions, we'll never see it fully materialized. We'll only get part of it, and then, you know, we'll look at God like he's crazy because he hasn't fulfilled all of what, because but not looking at the fact that we have not been uh, completely obedient to what he has said. So whatever God is saying to you today, whatever, even though, no matter how big it may look, how extreme it may be, don't look at your current circumstances because we serve a supernatural God, and he is moving even now by his spirit, by his power, even on this line this morning. God is saying, get ready, get ready, get ready. I have many things for you to do, great and mighty exploits for what shall you do for this kingdom. God has prepared you. He has raised you up for such a time as this. He has called you to do some things that you, you're looking in the natural. Yes, it looks impossible, and yes, it is impossible. It's supposed to be impossible. If you could do it yourself, you wouldn't need God. You wouldn't need the Holy Spirit. But if he sends his Holy Spirit, it's because he said, again, you will be endued with power from on high to be my witnesses. So we could be witnesses in and of ourselves. He would not have needed to send the Holy Spirit. He wouldn't need a, a paracletus or, or the one who helps us and uh, walks along beside us. If we knew all the things that we needed to know, we wouldn't need the Holy Spirit who knows all things and will lead us into all truth. We wouldn't need the precious Holy Spirit, but we don't know all things. God is the one who is all-knowing. God is the one who is everywhere present. God is the one who is all-powerful. And so it's because of him and his Holy Spirit but then as we yield, as we surrender, as we uh, uh, release our faith, I say, yes, Lord, it looks crazy. I don't know how you're going to do it, Lord, but I say, yes, Lord. I say, yes, Lord. Do whatever it is you want to do. I trust you. I have faith in you, God. Wherever you want me to step, God, I'm going to step. Wherever you want me to move, God, I'm going to move. Whatever you want me to say, God, I'm going to say it. God, you just have your way. I am available. I am surrendered, I yielded, just have your way, God, and I, Lord, I just thank you right now, God, for those on this line who have made up their minds that they're going to be obedient, they're not going to be like Jonah, Lord, God, and try to do things their way and pull back from God, because they don't think somebody should be blessed, they're not going to be like Saul, they're going to try to be a people-pleasing, Lord, God, but God, they got people who are after your own heart, God, who are sold out, who are for Surrendered, oh God. And God, I thank you for their faithfulness and being on this line this morning. I know, God, that you're going to show yourself mighty, God, as they step out in faith, knowing that whatever they've been waiting for, whatever they've been believing for, oh God, that the wait is over. Those, Lord God, that have been waiting on healing, I thank you right now by your stripes they are healed. God, those that have been needing deliverance, oh God, I thank you right now that they are delivered from every plot, plan, and scheme of the enemy. Those that whose vision has not been made clear for direction and instruction. God, I thank you right now that they hear you, God, saying which way to go, what to do, and how to do it, oh God. Those that are needing any provisions, any help, oh God, human resources, whatever it is, God, I thank you that you're supplying every need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. God, I thank you, God, for you said the weight is over, God, and God, we're standing on your word. We give you the glory, honor, and praise. God, that the wait is over, no more waiting, no more hindrances, no more blockages, no more stoppage, God. I thank you right now for the release of your people, oh God, into the fullness of your purpose and plan for this 
season of their lives. God, we give you the glory for them right now. Bless them exceeding abundantly above all that they could ever ask or thank God for their faithfulness and coming on this line and hearing this broadcast. Oh, God, bless your people as never before, oh, God. And only you can do it, God. Only you can do it. So it's not by our power. It's not by our might, but it is all by the Spirit of the Lord. So, God, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise, oh God, for the higher desires of living, ready to broadcast, oh God, and we thank you in the mighty and precious name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We thank you that your word is sealed by the power of your Holy Spirit in Jesus' mighty name. God bless you, and please join us again on next. Saturday. To God be all the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Hallelujah. Your families be blessed. Your ministries be blessed. All that you put your hands to. We thank God for blessing you in a mighty and a powerful way. Hallelujah. Thank you. Glory. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.